Hello and welcome to the Enchant Escapes podcast. This is episode number 22. I'm your host and travel planner, Ben Yonke. The parks are decked out for the holidays. The parades are happening again. It's a merry time of year and we're spreading joy all around. Uh, but uh, as far as news goes, we really have some special offers to talk about, and they all deal with Disney Cruise Line. We have an early booking rate for some uh, 2023 Antarctica uh, and Patagonia Expedition Cruise that's ran by Adventures by Disney. As well, we have select sailings on the Disney Cruise Line that are getting up to 30% off right now depending on the resort category, everything from veranda rooms for three- and four-night bohemian cruises, all the way up to some of the seven-day maritime cruises are getting uh, this 30% off deal. So please contact your travel agent if you're interested in any of these. In today's episode, we're going to be talking with Amanda. Let's welcome her to the show. Um, I have been with Enchanted Escapes about two and a half years. Okay. So April of 20, um, actually maybe it was 2018, 2019. Yeah, there was, there was a large portion of growth there. there During COVID, you know, every, that whole COVID portion when we weren't doing like any planning was kind of a blur. So about two and a half years, I think. Okay. So. Okay. I'm so glad that I took that leap. You know, I'm sure it's very similar for most of us that have gotten into the industry. I was just kind of that unofficial go-to for all my friends and family every time that they were traveling because I was the one always going, you know. Sure. I was there sure. every every year. Um, I was always keeping up on the new and exciting things. And I would always make the comment, you know, gosh, wouldn't it be great if, you know, I could make what I love my job, right? And that's that's what they tell everyone. Do something you love and you never have to work a day in your life. And Is is you just recently moved to Orlando? Is is the love of Disney and uh, parks what brought you to Orlando? Um, so we are actually a little outside of Orlando. Okay. Um, we are about an hour away, um, but that is... That is kind of what we found with a little bit of research was that we used to live in a tourist town and it's traffic. gets really crazy. You don't want to run to Walmart. You don't want to do anything when you're uh, when the tourists are in town. So we wanted to get a little bit more into the suburbs, okay. but close enough that I can drop the kids off at school and go into the parks for the day and that, um, you know, the kids can get picked up from school by somebody else or that I can even make it back in by then. So, um, so yes, Disney is a major (laughs) contributing factor. Um, every year that we would come down, that was always the conversation. Um, when we would leave, everybody gets the Disney blues, right? Um, you only way to resolve that is to start planning your next Disney trip. Um, but we would always say, gosh, isn't it going to be great when our kids are grown and we can retire down here? And finally, it just got to the point that we were like, why should we wait until we retire? You know, we have our whole lives to live. And we come down here once a year this last year with um, after the parks reopened after COVID. I was there three times in the one year. And I was like, goodness, I'm really ramping up on my Disney trips. You know, and so just one afternoon in July, we started talking and 
We're like, you know what? It's time. Kids are about to start school. And so it was a very quick decision, but we didn't hesitate because it's um, something, something we've been kind of talking about and dreaming about for a long time. And we just decided now was the time to, you know, pull the trigger and take a leap of faith and hope that everything works out the way it's supposed to. How how does a process like that even start? You're you're picking up, you're deciding we're going to move across the country to to Florida. How how do you even start? Do you start finding a home first? Did you put your home on the market first? Did you know what what was this process like? Uh, the first thing was well, we knew we knew obviously our house was going to have to go into the market, but like I said, where we lived was very it's pretty rural. So we knew that we could sell our house. It was, you know, it's a good market right now, but, you know, there's only a small portion of people buying there, right? So we knew that we had to find a place to live in Florida first. That was, that was number one, find a place to live in Florida and find jobs in Florida. So um, the job front was very, uh, very easy there's tons of jobs open down here for people that are interested. Florida is just having a huge influx of people moving right now. Um, and in the, the, the two months that we've been down here, my kids come home every couple of days. Mom, there's a new kid in my class. Mom, there's a new kid in my class. Mm-hmm. Um, and the statistics are just outrageous. Everybody is moving south. Um, but, my my guess or I suspect that well everybody was cooped up during COVID in their homes in colder weather states. <laughs> um they maybe were like, you know what, if we're ever gonna have to be cooped up again, let's maybe do it in a warmer climate. And so housing was really the most difficult thing for us. Like I said, um at first we were planning on just, you know, hoping our house would sell really quick and buying right away down here. Um, but like I said, we talked to a couple of realtors and homes were on the market first thing in the morning and sold within yeah. an hour or two. Yeah. Um, and for me, that was just, that was a big risk. I'd never purchased a home like that. And even to, um, even if we were to come down for like a weekend and scout on some houses, I didn't want to feel the pressure to buy the right house out of you know, these are the three houses that were listed this week. Right. 30 houses. It has to be one of these. Um, so that's kind of why we decided that a rental was in our best option. So we're, um, we did find the correct area that we wanted to live in and even down to the school district and the subdivision. Um, so we found a rental in that area. Okay. Um, so, so you, we'll so you hop into a rental first and then we're, so we're we searching in that region looking for the right home then. Correct. We're, we're in a one-year lease, but like I said, rentals right now are just as hot as um, as purchasing homes are. And so uh, I feel a little less pressure. We're, we are looking. We're not actively looking, but if the right house comes up, um, we'll definitely be in wanting to make a move. And then we'll figure out, you know, what the penalties are for breaking our lease after, you know, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's wonderful. So did you, did you immediately, as soon as you arrived, get your annual pass to the parks? Was that, was that Most, n- almost number one on the bucket list? Yes. Number one was Florida driver's license. Yeah, of course. Followed by. Yes, you could get the Florida rate. Yes. Followed by annual passes. Yes. So, um, 
both of my or two of my daughters have birthdays in September. And we got down here um, that first week of September. So we celebrated both of their birthdays um, at the parks this year, which was great. We've come down for their birthdays before, but um, it was kind of, it was very different for them on my, my daughter Reagan's 10th birthday. We picked them up from school and went to the parks for the evening um, and watched the fireworks. And um, that was the week the last week of happily ever after. So yeah. it was kind of a twofer. We wanted to go and be able to see those one more time. Plus it was her birthday. And so for all of us, it was just, it was a different way to visit Disney because we, when we come down, um, we've always called it, we dumble or die. Um, we like get up at the crack of dawn mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. park, park, park and hop, hop, hop and do, do, do until we come back to our resort and crash. Um, And so to be able to have a different pace at Disney has been really neat for not just myself as an adult. Um, When I've traveled on my own or without my kids, I'll take a much slower pace and see all of the more unique things that maybe my kids don't have patience for. Um, But now we really get to take in the parks at a much different pace living here um, and being able to visit, you know, at least once a week. Um, my, my ideal is Mondays and Tuesdays, I'm kind of setting aside to visit the parks, um, both Disney universal, and then also just like some other, um, you know, hidden gems that they have in Orlando for people that are, you know, wanting non-park days to know about that kind of stuff too. So, yeah, I, I, I'm a annual pass holder at Universal Studios and we, we get down there quite often, and and I find that, yeah, as soon as you purchase that annual pass, you don't feel the pressure to run around and try to get everything done in a day because you know you're coming back another day. And so I can only imagine once you're living in Florida, the amount of pressure that that takes off you knowing, well, I'll just be back here on Wednesday. I didn't get on Jungle Cruise today. I'll just ride it on Wednesday when I'm here. Uh, you know, that that is a much more relaxed way to experience the parks and how most people do it, which is always, of course, why we encourage our clients to do more than just the just a four-day trip. Spend a little more extra time in the parks. Don't spend a single day in each park. Make, make it a week-long trip so you can really pace yourself and relax. People yeah. always say, why do, you, why do you keep going back to Disney? Haven't you done it all and seen it all? And um, that's just the thing, you know, there's the rides we do every time, you know, like we hit all the mountains, the jungle cruise, all the classics. Peter Pan is my must do. That's like from childhood forward. Every time I go into Magic Kingdom, you're going to find me in Peter Pan. Um, but there's so much more to see that people don't realize. And if you don't leave time for that downtime, you never really get to experience yeah. all of that. Um For example, I just went on Monday. Um, I dropped my kids off at school and I went. I didn't really have a plan, an itinerary. Um, I made a park reservation at Hollywood Studios. Um, I just kind of walked through. I was, they have all of the golden 50th um, anniversary characters up. I was kind of hunting around for those. Um, I didn't really have any big rides I was going to do. I did consider, I was going to purchase the, uh, the individual use lightning lane Mm -hmm. or rise of the resistance, but it was sold out already right away in the morning. So uh, 
definitely a fun fact to let all your clients know is if they're going to do those individual lightning lanes to um, get to them quickly in the morning before they're sold out. But then I wanted to hop, but it wasn't two o'clock yet. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to take my time. I took the Skyliner and just kind of enjoyed the pace there. And then I was going to go wander some resorts. I wandered through Beach Club and Yacht Club. And I, of course, it was November 1st. And so on November 1st, Disney is getting Christmas ready. So I got to watch them assemble the carousel inside a beach resort. And that was super neat. Um, Not only was it really cool to watch, the kids that were there, the the bakers were bringing them back in by the carousel and letting the kids help. There's all those little things that you get to experience if you take more time yeah. in the parks and yeah. don't just park hop till you drop. Nothing wrong with that. I'm a big <laughs> advocate of that too. But. So with, with that so in mind, you're in the parks. I- Genie yep. Plus has come out. Have we tried the touring software? What do, what do we think of Genie? Yes. Um, I think that it is, it is a great option. Um, there were a lot of, there were some other sites prior to Disney really getting on board with this, um, that had similar, Mm -hmm. um, planning software that I had used and liked myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and from years of using it, as well as just my own experience in the park, you kind of got to have a rhythm, um, or things that I knew, you know, these rides are going to peak at this time. Right. The kitty rides are going to peak in the middle of the day, but then they're going to, you know, as kiddos take midday nap or then kids go back to their rooms earlier, those rides will get lower. I think it's great that Disney finally got onto that um, to have that resource right there and available for, for their guests. It helps just guide people because Disney is overwhelming. Um, I mean, obviously, that's something that we are here for to help educate our clients beforehand and to be a resource while they're there in the parks. But um, as you know, um, if they're in the park and they have a last minute question, you know, I might be in the shower or I might be at, you know, my kid's recital or whatever. I might be unreachable for an hour or two. And so for them to be able to have that resource there instead to kind of help guide them through the parks. I think it's really, um, really neat. And I, I don't, you know, we don't know the motivations um, that Disney has, but my guess would be that that will help with flow in the parks. Sure. I mean, we, you know, you've already seen from reports that are coming out uh, from field tests and such that it, it, it feels to be too, twofold it feels to be one planning out your day yes but the, but the other side of that coin is dispersing crowd and dispersing yes. it throughout the park so instead of you know as you as you're headed around the frontier adventureland side instead of saying we're going to do jungle cruise pirates splash mountain big thunder just all right there in a row as you're making your loop around it seems to Correct. be doing more crisscrossing of hit saying okay you want to hit jungle cruise first we're going to hit jungle cruise then we're going to go over to Fantasyland. We're going to ride something over there. Then we're going to come back later in the day and kind of plotting yeah. that out and spreading the crowd. What's going to be interesting as, as we go forwards is how Disney adjusts that, that flow and that plan to match uh, customer satisfaction with it. 
a lot of what we've seen in the beginning is it's leaning a little bit too much towards crowd dis- distribution and not so much allowing people to hit those key rides that they have that they want to ride because it is it's encouraging yeah. people to go to those lower tier rides that aren't as packed because the wait time's lower. So, you know, and and Disney's going to keep tweaking it. And so there's a lot of bad press right now about Genie because of that reason. But, you know, we also just got to give it time. You know, it's it's an algorithm, just like everything else. It needs data to compute. And the more data it gains, the better the computing it's going to do to kind of balance that out. Yes, I think, you know, just like you say, like all software, it needs time. It's going to learn. And I would have to um, hope or assume that it'll learn your personal preferences, right. just like your Amazon right. playlist does, right? Or your iTunes. It knows what you've liked and what you've disliked. And I think that after the more use, you're really going to find that it knows knows what you want to do more intimately and maybe you do. Um, and so I think that you're referring to those that, stories when like Target or Amazon knows you're pregnant before you know you're pregnant because you're shopping. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> like oh, I was just thinking I wanted to add this item to my cart, and it's there, it's there already. Right the of- I didn't even say that out loud yet. <laughs> Goodness, how do they know? So, um, I think that with time, it will definitely, um, get better. I think that there's a lot of opportunities um, for it to continue to grow um, over the, over the, in the future. You know, I know that there's the new magic bands coming out. Yes. Um, They haven't released tons of information on it, just kind of some general um, information, which we already kind of knew um, now that you have your mobile pass or your mobile app, Disney already knew, knows where you are in the park and even the RFID um, chips and your ma- old magic bands could tell them that too. Um, but now this will be a little more interactive. I think your push notifications might, you know, buzz on your, um, on your magic band that, you know, oh, this ride might be a good idea right now. So I really think that it's going to give a whole new level of personalization to your trip. Um, something that even we as, Um, as their travel agent can't give them in the parks that day you know so a lot of people are like aren't you afraid that's going to take away from what you do well no because I still like to make sure that my clients are educated kind of on the flow of how Disney traffic Mm -hmm. works Mm -hmm. ahead of time and then there's other things like you know there's things Genie Plus doesn't tell them like typically people travel Sunday through Saturdays so what's the first park they want to go to on a Monday yeah. Magic Kingdom. Well, thanks for coming on the show today, Amanda. If you have questions or comments for myself or for Amanda that you'd like uh, like us to answer, please get in touch with us. Our contact information is in the show notes below. We'd always appreciate it as if you'd share on social media that you're listening to the show. Help us grow our audience. As well, be sure to head over to Facebook and like our page at Enchant Escapes Travel. There you can find ways to get in touch with anybody on our team of travel professionals. We're all here to help you plan your next magical experience no matter where you may be traveling. And as always, our services are completely free to use. So please, if you're looking for a no-obligation quote, give us a ring. So from our Enchant Escapes family to yours, thank you for listening. We'll see you real soon. 